Billy is on the John Schuster a Coldwell Banker hotline. Good to chat with you as always. We have a uh, commercial on our radio station for a group called the California Psychics. The idea that you can reach out to these folks and they can predict the future. We have uh, two very different texts that have come in on the California Psychics. I love the California Psychics commercial, the guy's soothing voice, the happy whistle tune. That sounds positive. Then another one says, an ad for psychics. What's next? A partnership with the National Enquirer, embarrassing and classless. At any point in Bill Guerin's life, has he sat down with a psychic? No. 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 Doesn't sound like there's a lot of flexibility there, too, that you know, you're thinking, hey, my afternoon is free. I might sit down with a psychic. You know, when I when I go back east to the Jersey Shore, we go up in the boardwalk. And as we were walking, approaching the boardwalk, there is a, uh, a psychic palm reader, tarot card reader or whatever. And sure. I've been going there for almost 30 years and I have never gotten in there. And I never will. I think you should try. But you know what? But people, you know what? <clears throat> people believe in it. Yep. And I think if it brings you comfort and it brings you whatever you need, then great. It's just, it's not for me, but you know what? Other people, I think it, it, if it works for you, then great. Yeah. I'm with you a thousand percent. That doesn't do anything for me either, but you know what? I do some quirky stuff in my life and I'll probably keep doing it. And, and others can look at that and shake their head. Now I mentioned this to, uh, um, no, oh, let me ask you this. Uh, a lot of hockey players, a lot of people in hockey are very, very superstitious. I'm trying to remember if, I, if I've asked you this before. Are you superstitious? I mean, do you have to repeat certain things, or do you look at that and say, this is nonsense, I don't, I don't pay any attention to that? No, I'm not a superstitious guy. I think, when, you know, when I played, I had my routine. Um, when I was younger, I was more strict in that routine. As I got older, I was like, oh, God. Like, if something, you know, uh, disrupted that, it didn't It didn't affect me. Um, I learned early on, like, if you get caught up in that, it's a very deep rabbit hole that you can go down. And, and it, it really, it can, it can affect you negatively. Um, the game, the outcome of the game, has nothing to do with the suit I wore, the tie I wore, which way I drove to the rink. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes I'll purposefully go different ways or, you know, wear something different or do just because it, it doesn't matter. No, I, I'm with you. I, when I was calling the Wolves games, you know, there's the announcer jinx, right? And I had not one, but two players who saw the game afterwards. And and they had made I don't it wasn't like they had made ninety free throws in a row but maybe like eight or fifteen and they were a couple of years apart and these guys were giving me a crap about it and I said yeah. Are you honestly telling me that me sitting over here on my butt doing my job that affected you and they both yeah. were like several like. It- well, you shouldn't say that. I'm like, well, what else should I not say? Can you provide me with a list? I mean, come on, stop it. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Let me tell you a quick, quick story. And I'll, uh, so uh, it was my, my freshman year at Boston College, my first game. And we were playing up at UVM, University of Vermont. And we were winning 7 nothing 
going into the third period. And I'm just this little dorky freshman. Uh, you know, I have to go out like last at the back of the line for the third period. We're all getting ready to go. And our goalie um, uh, uh, was a guy named Sandy Galupo. He was from, you know, he could, he's from Rhode Island. And so he's got shut out through two periods. And I'm in the back of the line. And I just yell out, hey, guys, let's go. Let's get Sandy the shutout. Uh-oh. And it was like the record scratched, <laughs> and everybody turned around. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? <laughs> we won 7-1. Oh, jeez. That's, that's... Yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, we got a surprise for you. Let's go to line six. Sandy Galupo, he's with us. He yeah, is... exactly. <laughs> he is not exactly. good. All right, so let's talk old, Tenny. Um your highly taught a prospect plays the other night against Dallas team does not play well around him. You lose seven two. a wall I mean, some people have him as the top ranked goalie prospect, uh, in the league, you know, guys who were eventually going to be fixtures. Uh, were you concerned? What was your reaction to how he played? What was your reaction to how the team played around him? No, I listen, I thought he played well. Uh, I think the first goal could have been a stop. Um, the second goal, there, you know, obviously a, a miscue on a on a um, a well placed dump, um, and then and then you know late in the game, uh, things started to kind of unravel, but not necessarily for him. It was it was the team. Um, and and things just started kind of you know like I said they they started to snowball. I'm not uh, discouraged by it at all. I thought he 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 made some good saves. He hung in there. He he didn't hang his head. Uh, you know, talked to him for a little bit this morning. He wasn't doesn't seem affected by it at all. And I think that's one of the things that's going to make him a very good goaltender is that he's. He's kind of got ice in his veins. He's very mature and just understands it. I, think, I know John had a great talk with him after the game, about, you know, putting it all in perspective and realizing that you, you've achieved something tonight and playing your first NHL game. You're going to play 500 more of these. Don't so just it's just one game. Put it behind you, but it, but also enjoy the fact that you made it. I want to talk so, injuries next. You know, yeah. look at we we just didn't play, we didn't play well enough too, and we need to. We, you know, the guy. I know we have injuries and things, but our our players that are on the power play uh, that are expected to, we need to score. I want um, and give him a little bit more support that way. Yeah, I want to get to that in injuries next segment. Let me just finish this up before Gus comes back. Would you like to see him get another game so this is not the taste in his mouth, or have you someone answered that already by? how he reacted to John and you, you really don't, if he gets another game, great, but it's not that much of a priority for him to, to play one more game, maybe have more positive results before he goes back to Iowa. Yeah, I think in a perfect world, that would be great, but you know, we don't live in a perfect world. So if I think our priority right now is for Gus to get healthy, um, Jesper's going to have his time. He's going to play plenty of hockey for the Minnesota Wild uh, in due time. I think our priority right now is to get um, to get Gus back as soon as we can. Let's put Bill Guerin, president of Hockey Operations, on hold. We'll make it a short break. 
If you have a question for Billy, send me a text. We'll try to work it in. You know how to track us down. 651-461-9226. We are right back with a wild president of hockey operations and general manager, Bill Guerin. Okay, let's let's get to health matters. Let's talk about four very essential players to your team and the latest update. Gus, Brodine, Spurgeon, and Kaprizov. What what can you share with us about those four? Uh, who did you say? Gus available soon. Broads and uh, Kirill available soon. Who's the fourth Spurgeon. one? Spurgeon. Spurgeon um, not available soon. We're just figuring some stuff out. So could are we talking a month with him or like I said, I I, I don't know yet. Yep. We're just trying to kind of figure it all out. Okay. With the guys soon. Are we talking the next game or two? Uh maybe for one of them. Maybe so one of them might play the next game. Not tonight. Nobody's not, playing okay. tonight. Okay, just making sure. I guess you're not playing tonight. Okay. Somebody might play the next game. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I think by next, the end of next, like the Florida trip, there, there's a chance we could have all three back. All three back. Okay. These are essential players. So I never want to diminish when essential players are out. At the same time, sometimes teams feel sorry for themselves a little bit too much and don't play up to their standards that they can play up to even without those players. How has your team managed that part of it? Uh, that's actually that's a very good question. Um, I think um, I think I'm, I'm a little disappointed in our power play. I think when um, we've really needed it. Uh, we haven't, we haven't scored. Uh, How come? Look, I'm, I'm, I, I, because we still have some very capable players that are that are on it. So in that, in that aspect, it hasn't changed. You know, five on five, it's tough because we've lost so many. Like we had so many forwards out. Like it, it's it's easier for matchups and our our guys play against you know, better pairings, um, especially on the road. Uh, look, I, I know guys are trying. You, you expect the world of, of guys. You always want more. I know they're, they're trying their best. I, I, I would have liked to seen, uh, like I said, like the other night in Dallas, just we, we, need, we need to score a little bit more. And that comes on the power play. The, the, you know, the home game against Dallas, you know, not only did we not score, but we gave up two short-handed goals. Like that—that—that's disappointing. Um, but you know, that being said, I know. Hey, look, the guys are not trying. Uh, they always try. They always work hard. They always compete. Um, but that's that's what we needed, and we 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 haven't gotten it. What do you think is going on in these three games against Dallas, where they just have decisively won? all three of these games, and by late in the games, they're not competitive. Clearly, they are a very good team, but you guys had a very competitive matchup yeah. in the playoffs last year, and these games just haven't been competitive. 
yeah, they haven't. It's uh, it's uh, it's weird. It's uh, a little concerning, but I mean, it's just something that we're going to have to we're going to have to solve it. I mean, they're a very good team. They're a very good team. They're deep. Um, they you know they they've got a lot of good things going for them. Um, that's it's unacceptable though the the way that we've played against them. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll just have to figure it out. I mean, there's, Hey, look, you know, with injuries, with games like that, the one thing I, we, I always say is nobody feels sorry for us. Nobody feels sorry for us. So we, we can't feel sorry for ourselves. And we, we have to, we have to be better in times like this. You get the flyers tonight. You get Arizona tomorrow. You're going to reach the halfway mark tonight and then start the second half tomorrow both these games at home when you assess your team and you're an honest person do you think you're a playoff team well uh, as the sandy say right now we're not but um what we need to do is we need to play better uh we need uh we need a save at uh at big times going forward, we need our health and we need to make a run at it. I think our schedule is favorable the second half of the season. So if we can get healthy and we can push, then I think we'll have a shot at it. You had a stretch when John took over and you won at a high level. You obviously didn't win at a high level you know, when, when Dean was coaching the end and you made the change. How how good do you have to be over the second half? And have you seen enough that in your heart of hearts and in your mind, a mind that's played hockey, that has been around the NHL for two decades now, I mean, how convinced are you that you can really, do, to make the playoffs in the West now, you have to be probably one of the three or four best teams in the West the rest of the way. Is that fair? I mean... To, to catch yeah, teams, yeah. Do, do you really believe you guys can play to that what, level? I don't know what the wins are. Yeah, I do. I do. I, and, I, and I think you made a good – when we were healthy and we were, you know, uh, all together, like we played some really good hockey under John. And I think we – in his 10, we were 7-3. and three. Um and I, oh God, I forget what the first fifteen were, but um, you won your first what seven games at home under him, right? Yeah, so the guys have proven that that they can do it, um, and and I, I think that's fantastic. Going forward, yeah, we're we're just going to have to play. I mean, we're just going to have to be really good, and I think we can be. I think our players, I think our players believe that too and it, it they should because they've shown it and we just need to be better i mean i mean if you, if you can only be it. better in one area right i know you want to be better collectively it's a lot more than just one area but if you had to say here's the one area where we have to be noticeably better than the first half what is that uh i would say playing with speed okay I think we I think we've gotten away from that. Um, playing a faster game. Why? Why is uh, that happening? 
don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm a coach. Yeah. I mean, but it's, I, it's, it's, it's evident to me and it's something that John and I have talked about and it's, um, we, we just, we need to get back to that. You get the flyers here, but I want you to take me back to you as a player uh, with your various teams when you would go to Philly. Any, <laughs> any doubt those were the foulest and most vicious fans in the stands, in particular by the bench? They're, they're, very, uh, they're very intense. And you, you have to understand, my wife is from South Jersey, which is basically Philly. Yeah. She's from 20, 22 miles from Center City, Philly. And so we go back there in the, in the summertime, and they, you know, I have friends back there who are lifelong, you know, Eagles, Phillies, you know, flyers, this, that. They're, they're nuts and they're demanding, but they're passionate. You know what? They're passionate and that's what you want. Did you just call your wife nuts and demanding? Is that what I heard? Oh, yeah. She, well, she know like, that's why part of why I love her. She is nuts and she is demanding, <laughs> but she's, she's awesome. Did you ever know that too? Yeah. Did, was there anybody at any point? When you're hearing this, and your concentration is on the game, but you're human, you're hearing things. Was there ever any point where you responded to someone, you turned around? Now, I know you didn't like the Flyers going to the stands, but were you ever tempted? That was the Bruins. That was Bruins. the Bruins. Bruins, yeah, the Bruins. What I say? I've seen Milbury and those guys. I just saw the footage of that again the other day. It's just yeah. it's amazing. It's, it just, was great. it's just frightening. Crazy. It's just frightening. Yes, right? yes. The answer to your question, yes. Yeah, I've responded to people. It, it just at sometimes it just you know it got to be too much. And I, I think the way things are now, the players are much more protected from stuff like that. Like you know, back back you know when I started, glass was lower. Um, there are always like little breaks. Like if you're in the penalty box, there's little breaks in the glass where people could yell through, and you could squirt water through. Or like you look at the Ty Domi thing in Philadelphia where he drags a guy into the penalty box. Um, right. You know, people jumping on the ice. And the, the, the players are much more uh, uh, protected from that stuff now. So, and, and it's a different world. You, you can't respond to it. But, yeah, of course, a lot, a lot of guys used to yeah. – I think a lot more guys used to respond to things like that back then. It's a different world now, you know, with, with – Especially with how we all would react to it with uh, social media and everything going on. I appreciate you coming on as always. Uh, Good luck the next couple nights, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Wild, President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Bill Guerin. Shaletta, she better start apologizing to Dave Harrigan right away, right from the get-go. Let's see if she's willing to do that. Feisty Friday's up next.